A bit of a yawn, my weekly market review, January 14th, 2024. This was the week that Microsoft edged past Apple to reclaim the title of the world's most valuable company. The software giant now has a valuation of $2.89 trillion, slightly ahead of Apple at $2.87 trillion. The week also saw the US and UK launch joint airstrikes against rebel targets in Yemen after a spate of attacks on merchant vessels in the Red Sea. The rebels responded by vowing to continue their attacks. An absolutely vital commercial shipping artery becoming a war zone is pushing both oil and shipping costs higher, raising fears of a widespread knock-on effect on global inflation, and as such, the evolving situation is being monitored by markets. Following the news that congressional leaders had apparently struck a bipartisan deal over the weekend on top-line spending levels for the current fiscal year, thereby lessening but not entirely eliminating the chances of any imminent government shutdown, Markets reacted favorably on Monday, and stock indexes shifted higher. Boeing and some airline stocks took a hit, however, after its 737 MAX 9 planes were grounded for inspection following an incident the previous week. A mostly sideways Tuesday followed with light losses for the S&P 500 and light gains for tech stocks. On one hand, the World Bank's growth forecasts for the US and EU this year were upgraded, helping to offset a lower revised outlook for the Chinese economy. On the other hand, some pretty wild apocalyptic talk from Trump's lawyers in a DC courtroom served to remind markets how much volatility is probably going to be generated by domestic politics in this election year. Wednesday was mostly uneventful, with the important inflation data due out the net following day and Q4 2023 earnings season kicking off the day after. Trader positioning in advance of these events was cautiously optimistic, with most indexes creeping a little higher, although the recent small cap retreat continued. The day's news flow was dominated by the anticipation and eventual confirmation of the SEC's rather reluctant approval of multiple Bitcoin ETFs. When it came out on Thursday morning before the opening bell, the Consumer Price Index, CPI measure of inflation, showed that the pace of retail price increases actually picked up a little at the end of 2023. Overall headline CPI rose 0.2% from November to December, and the 3.4% annualized rate was higher than the previous month's 3.1%. However, the more important core CPI reading, which excludes energy and food costs, rose 0.3%, the same as for the prior month, and is up 3.9% from a year ago, a slight decline from the 4% annualized rate of a month previously. The biggest contributors to inflation in December were increases in the prices of used cars, clothing, and especially homeowners and auto insurance. The stock market initially decided to interpret the report as another sign of a potential speed bump for its hopes of imminent and frequent interest rate cuts, and prices declined across the board. A late rebound, however, saw the indexes finish pretty flat on the day. On Friday, 
there was somewhat more positive inflation news from the Producer Price Index, PPI, measure of wholesale inflation experienced by manufacturers, which actually fell 0.1% month, 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 month and ended 2023 up just 1% from a year earlier, as opposed to 2022's total increase of 6.4%. Some of the Wall Street's biggest banks kicked off the Q4 2023 earnings season on Friday, and a common theme seemed to be that last year may have been the peak for their biggest source of revenue, net interest income, which is the difference between what they pay to borrow money and what they earn to lend it. In keeping with the preceding few days, the stock market session was a bit of a yawn, and prices eked out marginal gains, despite continued ongoing declines for stocks of any companies related to the airline industry. It's not a very complicated market right now. Unless, unlike the last several years, there aren't a lot of influences on stocks and bonds at the moment, as there are really just three of them driving markets in the short term. One, Fed policy expectations and resulting anticipated economic growth, hard landing or soft landing, two, inflation, and three, corporate earnings. In the near term, the stock market has an expectation problem, and the early year cooling down hasn't been so much because something bad happened, and instead, just because the first data points of 2024 didn't quite validate the extremely aggressive and possibly unrealistic market expectations for the year. But just because the outlook isn't perfect, that doesn't mean it isn't good. It's possible to be constructive on the rest of the year, but also feel that Wall Street needs to get over some short-term jitters. Some indigestion is probably to be expected following the kind of shocking rally in the S&P 500 index that we just experienced.